In the life of this world, human beings are responsible for overcoming the impulses and appetites of their lower selves and living their lives to please God. To do this, we have been given a very short lifespan of 60 or 70 years on average. Following the life of this world, God has created an endless and perfect life for His servants who have won His favor. Those people who have shown steadfastness and determination in displaying moral perfection and remaining as genuine servants to God will obtain a great reward in the world to come. God has created human character in such a way that he can only be at ease in paradise, the only place where the desires of the heart can be fulfilled. God makes this clear to his servants in many verses of the Quran. He reminds us that the real life is the life of the hereafter, and therefore every effort should be expended to attain the abode of endless beauty. One verse of the Quran on this subject is as follows. The life of this world is nothing but a game and a diversion. The abode of the hereafter, that is truly life if they only knew. In one hadith, our Prophet, may God bless him and grant him peace, gives an example to show what a great blessing paradise is for human beings compared to the life of this world. A space in the garden equal to the distance between the middle and the end of a bow will be better than all that upon which the sun rises and sets. God has created many proofs to show people that the life of this world is not the true life. Starting with the body itself, one is confronted almost every day with the imperfections of this world. You may come face to face with sickness, injury, or even death because of the slightest accident. Beautiful flowers, like the human body, also fade with time. The most colorful and pleasing roses, tulips, and violets wither and die. The tastiest and freshest looking fruit and vegetables become stale and inedible in a very short time. In the face of all this imperfection, a person, in his heart of hearts, wants to live in a world where perfection is never-ending. With this in mind, he looks for ways to establish a life within the parameters of this world that is happy and carefree. However, God tells us in the Quran that this kind of life can only be had in paradise. God reveals much in the Qur'an about the blessings of paradise because He wants people to understand that everything they are looking for, longing for, and everything they love is in paradise. In this film, we will look at verses of the Qur'an and hadith of our Prophet to see the perfect blessings that our Lord has prepared for us. One of our purposes is to remind people that the real life is not in this world, but in paradise, and what our hearts desire is not here, but there. At the same time, to explain the splendor of paradise, its limitless blessings, 
and the good life that will be lived there. And this will increase people's longing for paradise. Of course, our capacity to grasp the descriptions of paradise throughout this film are limited by the limitations of the human mind. Indeed, the perfection and beauty announced by God in the Quran and described in the Hadith of our Prophet are too great for a human being to conceive of with his intellect. Before discussing the blessings of paradise, it will first be useful to say something about some errors regarding the hereafter. As revealed in the Quran, our Lord, to whom all justice belongs, will reward everyone in the hereafter for his deeds in the life of this world. Some people, however, are skeptical about the life that follows death, about the existence of paradise and hell, in other words. This doubt is described in one verse. No, their knowledge stops short of the hereafter. In fact, they have doubts about it. In fact, they are blind to it. The most important reason for these people's doubt is that they hold misconceptions about the true nature of matter. They imagine that matter is absolute and deny the existence of anything outside matter. These people believe that only the material world exists, and since they are unable to locate paradise and hell within that world, they also refuse to believe in the existence of the hereafter. However, their beliefs about matter, which form the basis of their denial, are totally mistaken. God describes the error of such people in the Quran. They know an outward aspect of the life of this world, but are heedless of the hereafter. It has been scientifically proven that the world we experience is not, as the majority of people think, somewhere consisting of matter. Matter does exist in the outside world, but everything we see, touch, and experience is a collection of perceptions created in the perception center at the back of the brain. Therefore, we can only experience this material world through our perceptions. In other words, we can never have direct experience of the original matter on the outside. We can clarify this with an example. You are mistaken if you imagine that you are seeing the screen in front of you with your eyes because it is not your eyes that are doing the seeing. The eye is merely an organ that transmits light reaching it from the outside. It is the brain that sees. Light rays coming from an object fall on the eye's retina. Here, these light rays are transmitted into electric signals by certain cells and reach a tiny spot at the back of the brain, the center of vision. When electric signals reach it, it sets up the image of the screen. In other words, you are seeing the screen at the back of your brain. You perceive the cup you hold in exactly the same way. 
the electric signals transmitted to the brain by the nerve cells in your fingers turn into a sensation of touch in the relevant center in your brain. In other words, it is not your fingers that touch and feel the original of the cup. That feeling arises as a perception in your brain. For that reason, people can never have direct contact with the original of matter that exists outside the brain. Everything we see, hear, touch or taste consists of perceptions forming in the brain. Everything outside a person, everything he imagines to be some distance away, is actually in his brain. In other words, the entire universe, the entire life of this world, everything from the stars to the flowers in one's room are created inside a person's head. Everyone watches, touches and hears a world that forms within his brain. In conclusion, God shows the material world he creates as an image inside everyone's brain and causes it to be perceived as reality. This account is extremely important for those people who imagine they have direct experience of the material world and who thus doubt the existence of paradise and hell. In addition, anyone who understands how God creates the world inside people's minds can also appreciate the creation of paradise and hell. That person will realize that he can never have direct experience of the original of matter in this world and the hereafter. When he realizes that everything he experiences is shown to him as an illusion, it will be impossible for him to continue denying the existence of paradise and hell just because he cannot see them with his eyes nor touch them with his hand. On the other hand, someone who grasps this significant reality will better appreciate the omniscience and glorious creation of God. God, who has created flawless, bright worlds identical to their originals, inside the darkness of the heads of billions of people for thousands of years, has the power to create paradise and hell in the same way. When a person dies, God changes his image of this world and begins showing him that of the hereafter. This is a transition, just like a curtain being lifted and revealing a brand new image behind it. Let us now speak of the subject matter of this film, the blessings of paradise, in the light of the hadith of our Prophet and the verses of the Quran. The places that people choose to relax and be comfortable in are often closely associated with natural beauty. Woods, forests, sea coasts and riverbanks, with their clean air and open spaces and often near water, these give people a sense of well-being and happiness. One of the reasons why we human beings look for natural beauty is because God has created us to take pleasure in the beauties of paradise. Whether a person is aware of it or not, he is waiting for the blessings of paradise. God describes paradise to us in the Quran with all the attributes of nature.
But those who have faith and do right actions will have gardens with rivers flowing under them. That is the great victory. In several hadith, our Prophet describes the trees of paradise. In paradise there is a tree under whose shade a river could travel for a hundred years without covering the distance completely. The trunk of every tree in paradise is of gold. Many hadith describing the beauties of paradise speak of the tree called Tuba and of its characteristics. Our Prophet's descriptions of the tree are as follows. Tuba is a tree in paradise which spreads out as much as a distance that can be covered in a hundred years. Robes for the dwellers of paradise will sprout from its buds. Tuba has matchless features and is very broad. In addition, the Hadith say that in paradise, where the natural causes of this world no longer apply, clothes are also made out of this tree. Rivers are another of the natural beauties of paradise. The Prophet made frequent mention of the rivers in paradise. The rivers of paradise spring from mountains or hills of musk. In paradise there is a sea of honey, a sea of wine, a sea of milk, and a sea of water, and the rivers flow out of these seas. These rivers are described in detail in the Quran. An image of the garden which is promised to those who guard against evil in it, there are rivers of water which will never spoil, and rivers of milk whose taste will never change, and rivers of wine, delightful to all who drink it, and rivers of honey of undiluted purity. In it, they will have fruit of every kind and forgiveness from their Lord. Is that like those who will be in the fire timelessly, forever, with boiling water to drink which lacerates their bowels. In the hadith and verse, honey, milk and wine are given as an example. But the milk, honey and wine referred to here have been created with very different characteristics unique to paradise to those in this world. Each one in paradise is an immaculate, delicious, and restorative drink. The wine in paradise, for instance, bears no resemblance to that in this world. The people of paradise will not get headaches from them or lose their self-composure. In another verse of the Quran, God reveals,
white as driven snow, delicious to those who drink, which has no headache in it and does not leave them stupefied. Wealth in paradise is one comprising great splendor and manifesting the infinite beauty of God's artistry. It is a wealth containing the finest aesthetic features and harmony. Like everything a person possesses in this world, the wealth of this world is transitory and finite. But the wealth promised to the dwellers in paradise is unbounded, and they will have no concerns about it ending or running out. The infinite abundance of goods and wealth is a feature unique to paradise. Our Prophet speaks of the abundance of goods in paradise as follows in another hadith. It will take 2,000 years for even the lowliest dweller in paradise to take in all the goods in paradise and he will see the furthest point of those goods as being the closest. As this hadith points out, even a small portion of the blessings of paradise is enormous when measured according to worldly standards. In the Quran, God reveals that there are luxurious items, various jewels, and precious stones in paradise. They are unsumptuous woven couches. They will enter gardens of Eden, where they will be adorned with gold bracelets and pearls. In addition to its wealth, the dwellings in paradise are also most lovely and splendid. Palaces and mansions are among the most beautiful residences in the world. In the verses of the Quran that describe paradise, God often mentions such dwellings that are pleasing to human beings, mansions, palaces, and pavilions. For example, when he describes these mansions of paradise, God says that rivers flow beneath them and that they are built on high and secure places. As for those who have faith and do right actions, we will launch them in lofty chambers in the garden, with rivers flowing under them, remaining in them timelessly, forever. How excellent is the reward of those who act! The Hadith also note that all the materials in the dwellings of Paradise are very precious. They reveal that emeralds, rubies, and pearls will be used instead of gravel. The mansions of paradise are made of red rubies, green emeralds, and white pearl. They have no flaws or defects. The dwellers in paradise will look at them as you look at the bright stars in the east and west. 
Its stones are pearls and emeralds, and its soil is of saffron. The fact that the mansions of paradise are made of gems such as rubies, emeralds and pearls, symbols of wealth and splendor, is significant in emphasizing the huge value of these dwellings. In another hadith, our prophet says that the mansions of paradise are surrounded by greenery and stand by the banks of water. There is a mansion in paradise. It is surrounded by towers, meadows, and water. It has 5,000 doors. The hadith also describe another feature of the mansions of paradise. There are such mansions in paradise that he in the inside can see the outside and he on the outside can see the inside. It would appear from the hadith that it is the way some of the mansions in paradise are built out of glass or some other transparent material that may make it possible for people to see both the inside and the outside. The floor, walls and ceiling being transparent are excellent features that will bestow a sense of great well-being and delight. Another characteristic of the mansions of paradise described in the hadith is that they stand up with no support or props. This certainly indicates a matchless and most exciting form of beauty. One hadith says, One day the Apostle of God said, There are such mansions in paradise that they have no hooks to suspend them from above, nor pillars to hold them up from below. A companion who heard this asked, O oh, Apostle of God, how will the dwellers in paradise enter those mansions? The Apostle of God replied, They will fly in like birds. Another of the magnificent buildings in paradise are palaces. The hadith of our prophet also speak of the palaces of paradise. In one, it is revealed that there is a palace of pearl in paradise. There are 70 residences made of red ruby in that palace. Each residence contains 70 houses made of green barrel. Each home has 70 couches on which are 70 beds. Each house contains 70 tables, on each of which are 70 types of food, and there are 70 servants in each house. The hadith indicate that as with the mansions, the palaces in paradise are made of the most precious stones, are decorated in the finest manner, and contain abundant blessings. Believers who do not settle for the life of this world 
and who are not deceived by its transitory baubles, live forever in these lovely dwellings of paradise in true joy and delight. Another of the delightful dwellings that Almighty God creates for believers are tents. The prophet says the following about the tents in paradise. In paradise, there is a tent of pearls whose height is 60 miles. Its width is also 60 miles. There will be families of believers there. The believers will visit them one by one. Everything in paradise has been created in the most perfect way and the tents are as comfortable as possible to give pleasure, comfort, and relaxation to believers. The messenger of God tells us that these tents are extraordinarily capacious and made of precious jewels. In the Hadith, we are told that the people of paradise live a wonderful life with their families and friends within broad and lofty pearl. Certainly, this is a wonder from the incomparable creative power and artistry of our Lord. The markets in paradise, with their countless variety of blessings and their sights that create a pleasing sense of abundance, appeal to the desires of the people of paradise. In addition, in paradise, many kinds of inconveniences associated with worldly markets will disappear for example, when people go through markets in this world, they quickly become weary even though they enjoy themselves. Besides those few people who have enough money to buy what they want, most people cannot purchase everything they desire and there are many who cannot afford to buy even what they need. As long as they can pay the price, they can select what they want from the abundance. But if they cannot afford it, they must be content only with browsing in these places. However, the messenger of God tells us that people can have as much as they want of everything in the markets of paradise. There, it will not be a matter of shopping. Everyone will be able to have whatever he likes. There will be a variety of blessings in these markets that people have never seen or even imagined before. In His great kindness, God will give everyone what they desire and no one will want for anything. This situation is described in the Hadith. and nothing will be sold in it or bought. In that market, the people of paradise will meet each other. There exists no one among them who is deprived of anything so as to make him annoyed of the garments another person has. Before he ceases speaking, an even finer raiment will appear upon him. That is because it is not fitting for anyone to sorrow in it.
In another hadith, we are told about the pleasant social life in the markets of paradise, where believers sit in beautiful, fragrant, comfortable places and meet and converse with one another. It is certain that there are such markets in paradise in which no goods are exchanged. When the inmates of paradise arrive there, they will recline on fresh and bright pearly earth of musk. They will meet with each other as they did in this world. They will talk of how they were in this world and how they worshipped our Lord, of how they enlivened the nights in prayer, of how they fasted during the day, of the wealth and poverty of the world of death, and of how they are the people of paradise. Almighty God reveals in the Qur'an that the people in paradise have a great many delicious foods to delight them. In particular, meat and various fruits will be offered in abundance to the inmates of paradise. God tells us in the Qur'an about the quality of these gifts to the people of paradise. and any fruit they specify, and any bird meat they desire. The food and fruits of paradise come to the people there without flaw and without effort on their part. God tells us in the Qur'an that these fruits are very accessible. Its shading branches will drop down over them, its ripe fruit hanging ready to be picked. In another hadith, our Prophet says that believers who will enter paradise will be told to be placed into the lofty garden whose fruits are hanging down. A quality of the blessings of paradise mentioned in both the Qur'an and the Hadith is their abundance. God reveals in Surah Sad that provision there will be without cost and will never be used up. This is what you are promised on the Day of Reckoning. This is our provision which will never run out. The Messenger of God said the following about this blessing of Paradise. When opened, each fruit of the Lot Tree of Paradise yields 72 colors and types of food, and no color or type is like any other.
the messenger of God drew attention to the color and variety of fruit in paradise. The fact that they are so different from one another will be pleasing to people. In addition, our prophet also says that when a branch bearing fruit in paradise is broken off, there is no loss in the amount of fruit and that a new one appears to replace the old. When the fruit of paradise is broken off, a new one replaces the old. Fragrant aromas are a gift that God has given us. In this world, even the most beautiful scent only lasts a short time. The molecules of a particular scent evaporate into the air and our noses quickly become used to the scent. This limits the pleasure that we can obtain from a scent. But the duration of a scent can be as important as the immediate pleasure it gives. In his hadith, the Prophet describes the delight that beautiful aromas from paradise can give. Its scent is experienced from as far as the distance traveled in 500 years. If one of the women of paradise peeped into this world, she would illuminate and fill with fragrance everything between heaven and earth. In another hadith, the Messenger of God told us about the beautiful aromas of the food in paradise. The best smelling and finest foods are produced. Aroma is an important element in the pleasure we derive from food. The pleasure we take from the scent of a cake in the oven comes from the aroma of the chocolate and the vanilla, for example, wafting through the air. In the same way, the pleasure we take from roasting meat, oranges, tomatoes, coffee, or any other food is due to the aromas they exude. From this point of view, smells are complementary to the pleasure we find in delicious tastes. Another hadith mentions the beauty of the aromas of paradise. The north wind will blow and will scatter fragrance on their faces and on their clothes and add to their goodness and beauty. Another hadith speaks of plants that are known by their beautiful scents. Henna is the chief scent of paradise. When God created paradise, he filled it with the scent of sweet basil and surrounded the sweet basil with the scent of henna. Basil, mentioned in the Hadith, is one of the plants known for its beautiful scent. However, the scents we know in this world are only a pale reflection of those in paradise, and God knows the truth.
We have spoken throughout this film of the blessings of paradise that God promises to believers who merit the eternal life of the hereafter. All these beauties are just a moment away from all of us. The life of this world that can come to an end with death at any moment is the beginning of the eternal life of the hereafter. As a manifestation of the infinite justice of Almighty God, in the hereafter, people will be held responsible for all their actions in the life of this world. People have a responsibility to spend the average of 60 or 70 years they will spend in this world abiding by the Quran, seeking God's approval in their every thought and deed, using their consciences, living virtuously and doing good works. Indeed, in one verse God describes the purpose of life as follows. He who created death and life to test which of you is best in action. Another verse in the Quran about this matter is as follows. Those the angels take in a virtuous state, they say, Peace be upon you, enter the garden for what you did. Therefore, it is very important for everyone to remember that one can pass over to the hereafter at any moment, to fear the possibility of going to hell, and to be prepared to attain the eternal blessings of paradise. But there is one highly significant fact that must not be forgotten. We understand from the Quran that people who enter paradise will be rewarded with a rank corresponding to their piety. As revealed in one verse of the Quran, they have different ranks with God. God sees what they do. This is also referred to in a hadith. They attain paradise according to their labor. He who labors much receives a large share. Of course, no matter what rank a person enjoys in paradise, he will be content with it because God has promised happiness for all his servants in paradise. A person takes his own particular pleasure from every degree of paradise, but he does not begrudge the pleasure enjoyed by another in a higher degree. Another hadith describes the abundance of blessings enjoyed by the people of paradise in every degree. The least of the people of paradise in rank is the one who will have 80,000 servants and 72 wives and for whom will be set up a dome of pearls, aquamarine and rubies similar in dimension to the distance between Jabaya and Sanaa. A sincere Muslim must always make effort towards being worthy of the highest rank in God's presence in paradise. A person who has perfected faith and desires above all to be close to God is pleasing to Him.